And that was before I gave a blowjob to a guy for a box of sweaters. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 6, Episode 3, titled Side... (laughs) Side Hustles, my name's Joe Batanza, and I am Joe... As always, by two pretentious co-hosts first for Bloody Podcast, please say hello, hello, hello to Lorian K. Roggenkamp. Lori, I love how I split the track after... Uh, just between us girls and so right at the beginning of the track is you saying and that was before I blew a guy for a box of sweaters <laughs> so that's how and I, what I love is I have commercials so it's gonna be like at, <laughs> at your local Hyundai dealer you know go this weekend for the 4th of July event you know buy, buy one get two cars free or something right and it's gonna be like and that was before I blew a guy for a box of sweaters well <laughs> I think on top of that, my favorite part about that is that people are going to be like, well, there was more to that story. I mean, obviously it flowed better. No, it did not. That was a very, <laughs> there was no context. I do I just, love sweaters. I just said it. it. They were nice sweaters. We've oh, talked about the sweaters enough. We've heard this story a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, Adam. Let me know what episode it is. So I'll go back and listen. Oh my God. There's so many episodes. They can tell you about it in the discord. And from show business, please say, Giorno to Adam Solandro. So, Landra, by the way, are you and Taylor going to cover Drag Race Italy? <laughs> yep. I mean, you guys are both Italian. Exactly. And that's all the criteria I need. Can you believe? I mean, of course we can believe. But they are they're pumping out in a way I just can't even process. Well, as we learned, you, you, you've been pumped out in a way you can't process before, and it stung your eye. Well, I never said that. Lori is in Palm Springs right now. and she Live is, from she, Palm Springs. She's live from Palm Springs and keeps having multiple conversations. I don't know what is going on there. Can you hear, could you hear me? I, I couldn't I hear the myself. conversation, but I'm constantly seeing you going in and out. Uh, it's just like a lot going on. Well, we had a uh, – I don't know if you want to sound the emergency bell – but we ordered snacks to the hotel, and they didn't give us, like, 80% of our order. They didn't give us our chips, and they didn't give us our ice cream. So we're a couple of lesbians who are not happy yeah. right now. I don't blame you. I'm yeah. usually on vacation for the snacks. The lounging. Yeah. I that's hate, why I, I hate, Lori, I, I brought this up before. I'll bring it up again. I hate when Solandra does this thing where he pretends – like he's an eater. We're going to find out at The Bachelor. Wait, I thought about this today, literally while I was working out, that I know it's going to happen. I'm starting to go on like a little ma- baby um, pre-wedding, uh, not diet, but just like mindful eating, working out, blah, blah, blah. So I I know I know that I am not going to be at my best at The Bachelor party. And it's not fair. It's I don't care about being made fun of or blah, 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 blah. It's just I want you guys to know the truth. So can we also do something after the wedding is really what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're always eating. But we I want to tell you, Lori and I are also on a baby diet where we eat something the size and weight of a very good. large baby. <laughs> That's baby. good. Yeah. Yeah. What I like to do is I just take – I took the width and the length of a preschool kid at my school. And then I just go to Chipotle and I give them the measurements. And I say, make a burrito in this size. It's probably pretty close to what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dead on. Yeah. Um, I love how <laughs> I love how Adam 
planned like was like can we please go out to eat twice is that possible like we weren't gonna (laughs) it's just that it's just a warning like i said it's fine if i get made fun of the first time it's just i do believe that i can impress you guys with what i can do and by the way it might not be at the that is such a west hollywood gay guy thing to say like we're gonna make fun of him for how little and skinny he is I know well, you guys are gonna make fun of me for how little and skinny I am, but to be fair, we make fun of we make fun of him for how little and skinny he is. That's what so. I'm saying. That's, you brought you brought it up. <laughs> to be to be perfectly fair, you know, you. we are gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm totally gonna make fun of you. You're we're gonna make fun of him either way. Yeah. We're gonna make fun of him either way. That's what I'm saying. I'm not worried. I it was just more of a I already wanted my redemption. Oh, I want Bachelor All Stars to happen in like September. Oh, Bachelor All Stars! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's where yeah. Lori and I we vote out one of the dishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have a feeling that this is going to be a, a a jiggly thing where it's like you didn't really change from the last time we did this. Wow! <laughs> so not only are you making fun of me, but you're calling out my queen jiggly. Oh snap! I bring it in Palm Springs, and, <laughs> and, and much like uh, much like the show, Lori's going to take a cookie out of her tit and eat it. I hope. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm going to take a lot out of my boobs. Yeah. You guys were right when you when you said meet the queens. That cookie looked insanely delicious. I'm not sure how I missed it the first time. I think it was because the milk. I was so shocked. One of the best looking cookies I've ever seen. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't care what she pulled out of her fucking tit. If it comes out under someone's tit, it does not look delicious. It looked delicious. I wouldn't eat it. It looked delicious. It's like it's like the way that's why I looked like the the chocolate chips looked melty, which is the way I like it, and I think that's why it looked delicious. Yeah, why do you think it looked melty though? Cause her tit. Cause yeah. her tit. But it's melt, it's like, uh, commercial burgers. You don't want to eat the actual burger from the commercial because it's probably been glued to the, to some piece of wood and there's like, you yeah, know, sand but it still makes you hungry. Middle. Yeah. Speaking First of, of all, speaking of being hungry, uh, and glued to a piece of wood, Solandra, what are you doing after this show today? <laughs> well, now you gave away my secrets. Yeah. For the non-expensive tier. Yeah. Um, oh, actually I'm going out. To the club. Yeah. Adam, again, Lori, he was rubbing his skinniness in, in my face as Lori eats. He's rubbing his skinniness <laughs> in my face. He goes like, I'm going to a club afterwards. I'm going to go dancing. And I go dancing. Oh, really? So am I. Are you really? Yeah. Star and I are going to a gay club. What's it called? Please be two, two, two cans. cans. It's oh, two yeah. cans. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Especially to dance. Because yeah. there's usually no one on the dance floor. And so I have plenty of room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Will you do like um Insta Live so I can tune in and see what's up? Sure. Yeah, why not? Thank you. Thank you. All right. By the way, everyone, big announcement. On um we what's what will be the date? The twenty third? That's two weeks from today? Sounds right. No, but it might be three weeks from today. It is three weeks from today. Three weeks from today, uh July twenty third. On Pride48.com, they're doing their big Pride48 weekend. We're going to be live at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on Pride48.com. Myself and Lori, for sure. Salandra is up in the air. I was just going to say, I was like, whoa, we never confirmed this. But, okay, you know, <laughs> it's not confirmed. Well, no, sure. I I always said it, you're not going to be because And Salandra goes, I think it'll be there. First of all, he's iffy whether he's going to be here any week. And he goes, that's my birthday weekend. I'm like, oh, that queen's not going to be here. I already have her impression of me, by the way, is fucking dead on. I've never heard of anyone nail my voice like that. Well, there you go. You're good. You got talent, baby. It's upsetting how dead on. Have you seen him do my impression? Oh, yeah. Many times. Pretty good. (laughs) Hi, everyone. 
feel like I'm talking love, to myself. Like, oh, is this SNL? Because damn, yeah. daddy. Yep. This week, the queens divide into groups by height to create commercials for fictitious side hustles. On the mainstay, team drag fixers were the winning team, while Trinity K. Bonet was named the individual winner of the challenge. Meanwhile, team Rent-A-Queen was named the losing team with all the members up for elimination. For some reason, it was determined that Ginger and Jan were safe, while Akaria and Silky were in the real bottom two. After all cases were pled, the girls went back out in the main stage for Trinity to have her showdown with the lip-sync assassin. When the screen rises, no one is there. Until Lagandra Estranja from season six makes an iconic entrance and slays the house down boots with her lip sync. RuPaul names Lagandra the winner of the lip sync. And when she reveals the name on the lipstick, it reads crunch, 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 <laughs> munch, Silky, munch, 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 munch. She just bit the dust. Silky Nutmeg Ganache uh, was going home. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with the person from show business, the soon-to-be-taken-off-the-market Adam Salandra. I did it this week, for starters. Did what? Two things I like and one thing I don't. Oh, 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 oh. It's for you. I thought you took yourself off the market. I'm all, yeah, I would. Oh, no, and I got married. Um, okay, so one of the things... First of all, the first, I mean, the lip sync. Come Icon- on, baby. Iconic. Delish, delish. Mm-hmm. Give me everything I needed. That's mm-hmm. one thing I like. The other thing that I think is interesting is these are all, in terms of how they place their first time around, very middle of the road queens. And certainly when I first saw the cast leak, I was like, what's happening here? But it's actually making it a lot more exciting because you don't exactly know. There's not a clear, there's not an Alaska or a Shea. Kool-Aid uh, leading the pack. Of course, we think Ginger, but even that's only because she made it farther than everyone else. So other than Ginger Eureka, seeing any of these girls in the top, I think will be kind of surprising. And that is very interesting to me. I like that. Mm-hmm. Two likes. Uh, what I dislike, this is more of a comment than a critique. I don't even know if I dislike it, but I think it's very strange that there are truly very main characters in this season that they're featuring constantly and then everyone else just kind of isn't in it for example Raj O'Hara and Trinity K. Bonet are our leads mm-hmm. constantly and not just narrators but just it's, it's all about them and those were two who were very not the stars of their season yeah and someone like Pandora for example who she's made it clear on she realizes this as well online is just not popping in. They're just not editing her in at all. Um, and it's, yeah. it's weird. I guess I think it's mostly weird because to see Raja and Trinity as the main characters, I guess I didn't expect it to have silky Eureka. Who's the other loud one? Yara. We are in yeah. a lot. Uh, it's wild. Well, you're not, it's yeah, just, you're not it, seeing Scarlet Envy is not in it a lot. Right, I, right. It's funny you say that because when they were doing the the right after the the last episode, the the like group thing, and then they did the uh, second group thing, and then the, all of a sudden Silky pops up and goes, "Now it's time to get to work" or whatever she said. I was like, "Oh, Silky's there," <laughs> and that like, would oh. never happen on season eleven. Yeah. So that's interesting to me, and I want to share it with my friends. Oh, did you call them? I will after the show. Okay. Yeah. Lori, what about you? Name two things like about the episode and one thing you didn't. Um, I liked that Eureka was the one who had to tell um, Scarlet what exercise was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I overall I liked the commercials. I thought they were funny. Uh, I thought they all had their fun moments. Um, I will say the thing I didn't like was I thought that they again. I mean, this is just a producer thing, but I thought that they totally did uh, the wreck team dirty, and I thought they should have won. And I thought that the other team, even Scarlet's team, should somebody else should have been in the bottom. I do not think that the rack team should have been in the bottom. Interesting. I, I don't know if I agree. I with thought that. that they had the most clear and the best one, uh, one, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't like the other one, uh, the other two as much. So mm-hmm. uh, that's my only. I want to comment on you said, Laura. It's so funny you say that Eureka is always the subject of some like. I love how this person explains this. One of my, one of the most iconic quotes in Drag Race history is from season nine. And um, Eureka is uh, makes uh, Valentina makes a, a a revelation that she has an eating disorder, and Fat Eureka, who's so fat, she has to sit on a stool and she hurt her knee. Kind of makes an innocent <laughs> joke, and uh, I love that. Um, Don't joke about that. That's what so- Sasha <laughs> says, and I was like, I love that Sasha is telling the Fat Eureka not to joke about people with. <laughs> size issues or weight issues and i was like that's the the unmitigated gall for thin sasha to tell eureka don't joke about weight i never thought about that yeah yeah exactly exactly oh yeah you get that a a lot when you're a comedian too i've had people come up to me and say that they don't they don't appreciate the fat jokes and they're like skinny women and i'm like well yeah no 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 no. i would my head would explode yeah yeah so, so uh, I've had white people tell me not to do, like, Mexican jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you that all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why I tell you I'm a member of the KKK. Q-U-E, Q-U-E, Q-U-E. Anyway. Yes. Which I do love. I do love. I Thank do. you. Anyway. So, three questions. Which KKK. is weird because Lori made me a KK quesadilla once and I was really offended. Yeah. That's my yeah, favorite. It was, it was mystery a, meat. Yeah, the flour tortilla with Monterey Jack. That's all it was. <laughs> Anyway, um the whitest cheese. Yeah, the whitest <laughs> cheese and it had two holes in it for eyes. And she called it a, and it and it, it came on fire, which was yeah. really weird. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was on it was on flambe. Anyway, all right. All right, we're getting too into it. We're okay. getting too into it. Okay. Not the episode, of course. Yeah, <laughs> why would we do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh first thing I like about the episode, love, love, love everything Laganja Strange. In fact, I think it was a mistake to have her on as a lip sync assassin because it really highlighted like, oh, that's an all-star. Yeah. Now, in fairness to the show and the producers, they've been trying to get her on. She they wanted her on All Stars too. They have been trying every yeah. season to get her on, and she turns them down every single time. Right? Yeah, and I'm it is a bummer. I want her yeah. back. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is this is a star. This is she should have been. She would have been great on All Stars two, All Stars three, All Stars four. You know, any of the other. I mean, like, and so you're like, oh, this is star power right here. But I'm hoping because they treated her very well. This they did for this. Yeah, that she'll be like. Okay, maybe I'll do it. Yes, yeah. we need to girl. Yeah, we we uh, we really need some Laganja in our life, and uh, yeah, and uh, also I, I'm with Laurie. I actually think when, you, especially when you take the show in context of all the five million other fucking shows they have on this goddamn uh, drag thing they're doing, 
these commercials, for the most part, were at the cream of the crop. Even the ones that were quote unquote bad. Like, That's true. I just watched Drag Race Espana and they had to do like a magazine or something like that. And as you guys both know, as you're both sketch and improv veterans, all beginning improv and sketch ends with people making out or fighting or fucking or something like that, right? Sure. And every one of those magazine sketches ended with the drag queens making out. Every single there was one about grandmas, and they ended with the grandmas making out. Well, you know, and I mean, so what are two grandmas going to do <laughs> if not make out? Well, someone has to clear the cobwebs from their vajayjays. Anyway, oh my, hi there. Uh, <laughs> your local Hyundai dealer, by the way, has some really good deals <laughs> that you heard at the beginning of the show. Anyway, uh, and then the thing I did not like—I don't know why—I don't know why this episode in particular. I thought Michelle Visage was super extra this episode. Like, super annoying throughout different parts of the episode. Uh, not a fan of, uh, of Michelle Visage. <laughs> Laurie's leaned up against the headboard, and I'm like, hey, are we doing, are you recreating the Exorcist commercial right now? Is that what's oh, going yeah. on? <laughs> yes, I am. Ah! Laurie looks just like Eureka right now in the Exorcist commercial, leaned up against the headboard. Blech. With the puke makeup all over her neck. Yeah. Not the sexual puke. Well, I just vomited on myself. Oh, oh, I thought it was makeup. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's no makeup for that. Uh, All right. Well, let's start with the show. After Jiggly's elimination, uh, the queens gather around and reveal the lipsticks. Gingerly, gingerly, Ginger tearfully admits she voted for Jiggly, while Trinity owns up to the fact that she was the only non-eliminated contestant to vote for Yara Sophia. The next day, the queens enter the workroom to face the week's challenge. RuPaul enters the workroom and orders the girls to arrange themselves by height from shortest to tallest. Next, RuPaul explained the maxi challenge. Working in teams, the queens will write and star in commercials that sell an assigned side hustle. The groups broke down as follows. Uh, first, you have Team Rent-A-Queen, and that's with Ginger Minj, Akira Davenport, Jan, and Silky Nutmeg Ganache. You also have on Team 2, Drag Fixers. That's Trinity K. Bonet, Pandora Box, Yara Sophia, and Raja O'Hara. And finally on Team 3, you have the Drag Exorcists. Uh, it's Kylie Sonique Love, Scarlet Envy, and Eureka O'Hara. Uh, I think we need to move on here. Yes, in the workroom of the Queen's Brainstorm. Some ideas for their commercials. Pandora wrote commercials in a previous life. Yara goes crazy. Scarlet thinks a curl is a crunch. The dry exorcist may possibly think that the word exercise and exercise are the same words. Ginger can't contain her excitement for this challenge. And meanwhile, Silky chooses to take a backseat in fear of becoming coming off as a bossy Betty. Lori, let's start with you. And I have some questions because there was a lot to take in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with after the elimination uh, Ginger gets really emotional. Okay. Yes. Why was was she right to be? Why was she so emotional? Why did, was she right to be emotional? Did no, you, not it. I honestly, I was laughing so hard when that happened because I was watching it with Star, and I go, everybody knew she was going to do it. All last episode, all Tigley kept doing was, "You got my back, right?" And Ginger Minch would be like, yeah. and just try and like turtle herself and be like. Ugh. <laughs> 
I like that Lori's in a visual joke that's making we need to broadcast back. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought it was so funny. And then, of course, she voted for her. Everybody mm-hmm. knew she was going to vote for her. And she acts like she had a fucking gun to her head. Uh-huh. Like she acted like she acted like those people who like uh, – what was her face? Who robbed a bank with like her kidnappers or something. She acted like – she was like, I didn't have – I was I – was, uh, I was under a spell. I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. She's really going to think that I betrayed her. And it's like, bitch, you could have voted for somebody else. You didn't yeah. have to vote for her. Mm-hmm. Nobody was forcing you to. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just thought it was so crazy. What so. about you, Sonia? Do you think Jiggly's going to be upset? Uh, yeah. I would do. Be. I think, I mean, I've already seen online that in general, Jiggly's like, you know, it's just a show. We have to vote. She's fine. Yeah. But I think coming back, I mean, I'd be hurt. Mm-hmm. It is everybody has to vote, but if that was my friend, I'd be like, yeah. bitch, that is the integrity is that you don't mm-hmm. vote for your friend. Well, and if, on top of that, mm-hmm. if that's your friend and she's acting that way, like I would, I would say, like you know, if if I was your friend, Adam, and <laughs> this is a stretch, go with me on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll, um, I'll if I was your friend and I was going to vote for you, I would say like, hey man, I don't think your track record is great in this competition. I wish, I wish you had done better. But I'm going to have to vote for you. I'm really sorry. And that, you know, that's it. But the way that she handled it was just sort of like, uh, you know, just like, I, I don't know. That's I don't know what's going to happen. true. And even in the Untalked of last week was like really having to get – Jiggly was really going through it, which I didn't realize. Uh, like I knew, but like more, even more so than I knew. And it was Ginger calming her down. Um, so that is awkward all around, but maybe she's also ginger thinking like, okay, well, if I vote for my friend, they're going to kick me off sooner. So she was probably ultimately doing it for herself, but I would have walked right up to Jiggly on day one and said, we vote how we vote. By the way, yeah. I, I mean, I guess this is a, as good of a time as any to tell Lori this every week, all the other afterthought hosts get together and I'm constantly trying to vote you out. And it never works. Right? I, I will what? never vote for you, Lori. Well, what's funny is they just submit blank pieces of paper. They're like, "Why are we voting? I, why? I, what? Are, why are you trying to vote host?" Well, that's all? just because you hire stupid people. That's yeah, funny. yeah. But uh, I'm constantly <laughs> trying to vote. You out. They're like, "This, yeah. this isn't a contest, Joe." I'm like, "I think we should vote Lori out." I'm just saying. I don't should know. we do like host Survivor one week to see? Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be, that'd be great. You know what we should we do? Should... We we should cover Survivor and start with like twelve hosts. Yeah. And every week of Survivor, we vote one host off the show. That's great. And but can we, we just do All Stars instead, so I don't have to watch Survivor? Oh, oh that's a good great. idea. Well, Adam I think what would be off. really funny is we should. What we should do is we should do. We should get Jay and Evan back on, and then vote Wait, them off on. the first episode. Yeah, hold on. JLS After Buzz TV's JLS and former host Evan Ayers have a Patreon show here where they talk about Survivor. Ish. They get together when they feel like it and do a show. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah. No, I, I thought it was so funny. And also, like, what I thought was hilarious was, uh, this is throughout the entire show, but Trinity, mm-hmm. um, Trinity says, like, oh, you know, I voted for Yara because she was showing off in the workroom. And then Sonique immediately goes, oh, you weren't upset that she put yours? And Trinity gets so upset. She's like, oh, wow. Wow. Oh, this is really this is really great. Well, I'm just going to shut up then. And yeah. she just keeps talking. Yeah. Is she, now, that's what I wanted to ask. What do we think Trinity did it because Yara voted for yes, her? Yes, 100%. 
Same. Yeah. Now, I do think Trinity, unlike many times we've seen this in the past, actually at least came up with a pretty good excuse. All her confessionals the episode before were like, Yara's just walking around. She's not, she doesn't even care, blah, blah, blah. So she set it up well for herself for that to be the excuse. But to be shocked that she would even be asked, are you doing that because she did it? Well, yeah, of course we think that. And we still think it. I think it's it showcases her real intent. Because when you get upset that somebody's calling it out, you're it's like, you know, of course. Oh, you are show you're you're telling my real intent. I'm upset because you're not believing my lie. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, if if it if it wasn't a lie, if it was really true, you would just say, "No, that's not it." And then move on. But she got super upset because it was a lie. By the way, uh I think there was one day where the producers had Trinity in the in the confessional. And they were like, can you just do about two hours of you being dumbfounded? Because I swear every oh my Trinity God. confessional is just like her. It's going to be visual. But you're just going to be like looking around <laughs> and then going, is she for real? Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. that's every confessional from Trinity. Is her looking around. Are these lights on? Is she for real? Yeah, it's, it's the, I think they, I think you're right. I think they just were like, can you just throw like a couple of really sensitive word choices in yeah, there? Yeah. And so she'd look around and go, is she for real? And then she'd look around and go, am I, do they see, do they not see me? Yeah. And then she'd look around and be like, am I invisible? And then she'd look around and be like, what's going on? It's like, great. We it got really it. is. You know they what? just you're did a whole done. list of them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? They want the- yeah. She's the main character of All Star Six, which is yeah. just very no, unexpected. No, she is not the main character. Her teeth are the main. Character. Well, that's true. They're taking center stage. Yeah. I'm almost. I'm almost getting used to them. Another few weeks, I think. I kind of really wanted them to fall out while she. <laughs> Same. How do you know they didn't? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Were there any other thoughts here? Uh, there's not really much to. I will say up until they get to the center, but like any other thought. You know, I will say uh, Pandora was being a little. Like, she was like, well, I wrote commercials in uh, Yonkers or wherever she was from, where was Rochester. And she, I, I, I wrote in Schenectady, I was the head of uh, the commercial program. And I was like, what is going yeah, on? She, my team's really lucky because I wrote this. And it's like, your team is, your team is the one coming up with the ideas. <laughs> yeah. You're not, they're not the one coming up with the ideas. By the way, they were handed the idea. They said, here's your yeah. premise. The premise is you guys fix it's things. Fix it. Is fix it, and she goes, "How about fix it, bitch?" And she's like, "You guys are really lucky that I was here to figure that out." <laughs> well, that's actually what I wanted to say about Pandora. I mentioned earlier that not only is she never in it, but she's complaining online that she's never in it. But when they show her, it's like very clear why she's not. She's coming across very awkward. She seems very shy and uncomfortable to be around them all. Um, and, you know, she's mentioned she has, like, insecurity issues on all the other seasons. But I think there's something about this one being older. She is just not finding her comfort zone. And it's coming off awkward. I agree with you. I There was a moment where I forgot where where it was. But she was talking. And it looked like she was, like, she was slurring her words or, like, something. And I was, like, is she is she drinking? Like, is, <laughs> what's going on? Because she, like, it wasn't this moment. But let's say it was where she was, like, People are really lucky that I'm here. And it was like, did you have a hard time with that? Like, why? She's she's uncomfy, which is a shame. Yeah. She was trying on uh, Trinity's teeth. 
Uh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what will do it. Um, and then Yara was being weird. What What do you think that is? Why do you think Yara is being so crazy? What is she up to, Salandra? I think it's... Oh, sorry. Please. I think it's the same thing with Pandora, but in a different energy. I think Yara is just a very, very nervous... Per- I think they're all nervous. You know, that's I actually- think... I think Silky hit it on the head, which is that they all, I think they all thought this would be easier coming back because they've done it so many times before, but it's the same, it's the same kind of pressure, you know, and I think that they all react in different ways. I think Pandora is a little more like, she's a little more subdued than she should be. I think Silky kind of disappeared into herself because she didn't want to replay the same person she was before, which hurt her. And I think Yara is reacting in like bursts of energy, like anxious, manic energy. I would not have thought that, but, but now hearing you say it, it makes sense. I, whenever I'm um, feeling not confident or insecure, I'm, I'm very quiet. Mm-hmm. Taking in my surroundings till I feel comfortable, but I've had friends, excuse me, who were very um, just constantly insane and like screaming and like to annoying. But then I realized, oh, they're so uncomfortable in this situation. It I, it doesn't track in my mind how if you're feeling uh, insecure, you're drawing more attention to yourself. But it is a thing. So maybe yeah. that is Yara because she's. Definitely being a wacko. And she's always a little unique, but truly coming off season three, as Joe and I just did, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't like this. No, it, it wasn't no. like – well, also, she's actually pretty invisible till the last few episodes. You don't really True. get a lot of her uh, in the workroom except until the last couple episodes. Well, that's also – maybe she's compensating, overcompensating for that. Maybe she's she felt like her personality wasn't showcased enough the last time, and so she's really trying to – showcase it i i personally felt bad for silky because i felt like silky sort of was trying i but i mean to be honest i think it's another version of obnoxiousness where i think silky was like i'm i don't agree with this but because last time i was called loud i'm just gonna stay silent it's like that's not contributing contributing yeah so I thought it's interesting that she's was very – I mean this was my thought before we actually saw what happened, but that she was very honest about needing a redemption story. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that she was – I think she was very successful in not being annoying, mm-hmm. but she n- didn't pop at all, mm-hmm. at all. If we had never seen her before, we would know nothing about her. And she actually at one point when she's telling the girls this – says to Raja, like, I know you know what I'm, what I'm going through, but the difference is Raja is very much popping on this season. Um, she's just choosing to not be mean like she was last time. Whereas Silky, without her energy that people found annoying, she's, she has nothing. Well, you know, what's really yeah. funny just to jump ahead is at the very end of Untucked, the very end of Untucked, when Silky is walking out of, the workroom with her suitcase. That is the first time in the entire run of Silky Nutmeg Ganache that I felt we really saw who she was. And it wasn't sad because she re- she learned she's doing the game within the game. It was really her being genuinely silky. And I could see that side that people go like, oh, the people who like her, this is what they see. She's actually, actually yeah. genuinely funny. She's self-deprecating. She is, you're like, oh, I would be friends with that person. But we only see like yeah. 30 seconds of it. And well, I've, I've, I, sorry, go on. 
No, I'm done. No, I just was agreeing. Oh, I was just going to say that, and I've already said it before, but her meet the queens for season 11, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, like this is going to be my favorite queen of the season, but maybe of the whole franchise. And then we didn't even get one episode in of that being enjoyable. So it's, it is in her, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. I don't know what else is. Cause it's, she just has to come to the middle. I think she still needs to figure out uh, her split place. The difference. Yeah. And drag race, because you know, she, she did do a lot of the legwork in that, in that thing. Um, and I don't think, I, I don't, I don't agree with the critique that she wasn't there. I felt like she was doing a lot of the legwork. She was doing a lot of the, the, the grunt work. And so when you are sort of like doing all that work, you're not necessarily in the front, which we will get to that when we get to that. And I think it's just bullshit, the, the judging critiques, but, um, yeah, I, I don't agree. And I, I see, you see that a lot in the judging competitions where somebody's like, I don't like this, but I'm going to, I'm not going to speak up because I don't want things to go wrong. But then they sort of don't really participate fully. And it's like, you can disagree with something, but you know, make it your, try and make it as good as possible. Yeah. So, right. You know. Right. Yeah, she overcorrected, to say yeah. the least. Well, on that note, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we will jump into the actual stuff they filmed on the soundstage. We'll be right back. Yeah, okay. On the soundstage, the girls meet with Michelle and Ross to film their commercials. Trinity hopes to improve her image from season six. Yara acts strangely. Kylie might be a low talker. Eureka breaks a bed frame. I think we're going to see that recreated right now. Akira stumbles over her lines, which spells death on this show. Welcome. (laughs) Finally, Ginger gets a lot of lotion in, oh, sorry, a load of lotion in the face. Uh, It's elimination day and the girls get ready for the runway. Raja and Yara bury the hatchet. Jan and Ginger express their mutual appreciation. Finally, Silky second guesses herself in this competition based on the amount of hate she got on her season. Um... Let's go, let's start here with Adam Salandra from Show Business. Adam, I, personally, before I ask you any questions, did you have any uh, thoughts on anything we just said? The, your maybe favorite moments from filming? Uh, any other notes that you took? I had I had something based on what you just said that you you mentioned for Akira that messing up in rehearsal is the kiss of death, and it is so funny that it's like. Oh, you stumbled over your lines while rehearsing. You probably deserve to go home. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's what so they do. Dumb. And I mean, sometimes if everyone's good, they mm-hmm. need that. But like, if that is a weird thing. Um, but I don't really. I mean, for the Exorcists, I thought that I think that Kylie's charisma is like a charisma, not even the right word, but just she's not um, a big personality. Maybe that's the way to say it. And you could see that in her acting as well. Um, but by the way, did anyone watch Dragging the Classics? Um, no, I saw that it's on Paramount Plus, but I haven't watched it. Have you, have you seen it? Yeah. Is it good? It's no. Oh, it's a uh, very, very weird. The girl actually do a great job. Um, Kylie, so so. But it's edited so strangely that it just feels like there's long pauses. It needed to be way tighter. It was really the editing for me that made it just garbage mama. Yeah. Yeah. It, there is but really, I want to see more. So 
You want to see the more do more classics. Yeah, but you know what's so yeah, funny Yeah, let's get a is, Golden Girls in there. What's so f- Golden Girls, I would love to see them do Bewitched. I'll tell you why. MASH. <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> murder, she wrote. Let's get a murder, yeah, she wrote. Yeah, yeah. How about, uh, or, yeah, happen. it's not a bad, or, or you know, uh, Heart to Heart? You know, yeah. some other oh, random ass show. To- yeah. Uh, chips. <laughs> chips, yeah. Hogan's. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. Uh, Hogan's Heroes would be good. Uh, also, like uh, Falcon Crest. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ironsides. Mm-hmm. Unsolved Mysteries. They just, <laughs> yeah. just Crypt Keeper. Yeah, Crypt. They just called Crypt Keeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think Rue already Rue already has too much on her plate. All right. Uh, now I had another <laughs> question. Did you on the soundstage, Lori? Did you have any favorite moments from the filming of it? I mean, it was all pretty standard stuff that they shown before. Yeah, it was all. I I did think it was funny that uh, Miss. I I don't know why I got so much joy out of this, but Michelle Visage is such a cocky pos <laughs> and thinks that she knows everything there is to know about comedy, which she knows nothing. I know. But she goes, you, oh, uh, Ross goes, uh, you, you know, just FYI, we, um, you, they're doing the lotion scene with Ginger Minch and they go like, just FYI, if you mess up, we don't have, it's one and done. So we don't have time to reapply and, and redo it. So, and then Michelle Vutage goes, have you rehearsed? And Ginger Minch goes, no. She goes, oh, okay. And then done. It's done. And then you look at the scene and you're like, what the fuck did she need to rehearse? Like, what do you, Michelle Visage, are you a dumbass? Like, what did she need to rehearse? Not only that, these girls' schedules are so regulated. It's not like the girls are just lounging around the work and going like, ugh, what is there to do? God, I'm so bored. Yeah. can we, should we You're rehearse? Like, no. I took a three day weekend to Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Yeah. Let's do the, let's what? shoot it. Oh, you didn't rehearse? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't rehearse, cunt, when I, you had me running 500 different places doing confessionals and we're trying to squeeze in an episode in two days. No, I didn't have time to fucking rehearse. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And also it's like, and then another thing that now that I'm thinking about it, why couldn't they have redone it? If there was an issue, it's, it was like one line yeah. of, of a cream down her face. Yes. It wasn't like it was like she smeared it all over her face and her butt and her dress. And, you know, it was and like also, it been redone. They didn't show us what happened because they wanted it to be seen. And, but she did it on the first try. So why did they even edit that part into the show? Oh, yeah. You're right. It's like, I what, know. what are we doing here? Yeah. Exactly. It was so, it was such a weird moment. I also loved, um, that they get see this is this is a frustrating they they set it up to me in my opinion they the producers set it up to where they were like oh maybe sonique might be in the bottom right so you think that like they set it up because in the when eureka and scarlet are talking about doing it you uh sonique is like i i don't have as much improv experience as these two queens and she's nervous and then when they go to the directing they say like oh sonique you need to have your face up more and we need to be able to see your face and your face needs to be livened up so we uh, head into judgment thinking oh that's going to be the problem no they loved her didn't have a problem nothing was wrong (laughs) 
Meanwhile, Akira messes up two lines, does a great job most of the rest of the time, and they're like, yeah, we didn't really see much of you. <laughs> what? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand it at all. No, uh, a couple of things I didn't mention before. Do you think that they thought the word exercise, exercise a demon is the same word as exercise? Yes. Well, what do you mean? Is I mean, that's the joke, is that they sound similar, right? But do you think that they realize that they're two different words? Oh, <laughs> like they actually just think it's the same word. Yeah. Wait, isn't it the same? No, no, because no, the, the way they said it was like. Wait, hold on. We have to let we have to let Lori go in here. What were you saying, Lori? Didn't they? Isn't it the same word? Exorcise? No, it's e. Oh, exor- oh. oh, there's an e. Like there's exorcist. An e. Okay. Yeah. Well, what? It's e x o, and then e- oh yeah, I see what you're saying. E x e for exercise yeah. when you do like the curls and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, did you guys, you know, in, in some of the confessionals, Kylie has like a snarl to her. Like, d- like one side of her face works and one side doesn't. Do you know anything about that, Salandra? Are you her doctor? Um, I am her doctor, but I, unfortunately I don't know anything about it. All right. Uh, I she agree. hasn't asked about it. Michelle was super, super extra on this filming day. I don't know what was uh, going it's on. It's because Ross was there. That's yeah, but why. here's the deal. Ross wasn't bothering me, really. He wasn't at all. But then he would do, I was saying, it, it, I think I said this in the Discord or somewhere, that like Michelle was doing everything with like that, yo, your joke, but worse. So Ross would say something kind of funny, and then Michelle would take it to either extend the joke where we're like, yeah, he made the joke. It's not funny anymore. Or like just she was trying to do something with it. And you're like, couldn't you just laugh at the joke? Yeah, I'm sure that's what people say about us, but um, I think that I think that Michelle Visage. I think that's exactly right. I think Michelle Visage wants to be known as like a do-it-all person. Mm-hmm. She wants to be seen as somebody who can be a comedy person and that knows comedy. And Ross is genuinely a funny person, so I think that when Ross was there, he was doing he was doing funny stuff, and Michelle Visage was like. A robot trying to mimic human behavior. Yes, yes. That's 100% what it is. You're right. And it was like, oh, I'll say this. And it was not, it didn't, it wasn't landing at all. Yeah. So, Uh, um, By the way, I want to say, this is based on just watching it. Eureka O'Hara is an underrated performer. I feel every time she's given an acting challenge, performance, she knocks it out of the park. But you never really hear that about her. Am I wrong here, I Salandra? so strongly agree. She's I, underrated yeah. all the way around because people were annoyed with her. Her looks are on point. Her acting's on point. She never really does anything bad, which is kind of wild. She is the only reason that team did, was not in the bottom. She's the only yes. reason that team is on the 100%. Bottom. I agree with that 100, 100%. Uh, and then finally, going and, and this is going to be kind of reminiscent of what, uh, what Lori just said. There's a part where Silky goes, like, she was changing. It was kind of, she didn't know what was going on, so she gave up her line. They acted like her giving up that line was like, oh, my God, can you believe Silky gave up one of her lines? Like she's going to go home tonight. Yeah, Michelle's like, all right, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. (laughs) But then then we saw it, and it was like, it would have been weird if she did the line yeah because she's like she would have been in a completely different outfit saying something and then it would have cut to her on the chair asleep mm-hmm. so it just it, it didn't make any sense yeah i thought it was such a weird um i felt like silky was doing all the legwork for that sketch for mm-hmm. that uh commercial yeah. and i felt like it i think she did a great job 
Um, but I think that, you know, unfortunately you have, um, comedy vacuum Michelle Visage, <laughs> um, as a judge. And so she just, yeah, she, we're going to get to, she said something in the judging that made me want to throw my computer, my, uh, phone at the wall. Like no. it was just like, oh my God. I was so pissed. But anyways, yeah, I just, I, I felt like, <sighs> This is again, I'm going to keep saying this and I, I feel like I, I'm a broken record and I apologize if I keep repeating myself, but this is supposedly supposed to be a time for them. You know, if you look at this at face value, Ross and Michelle are there to guide them and help them. And they did in certain small, tiny ways, but you can definitely see that they're also working towards producing the show. And so when they see an opportunity to not help, but to more side eye and make comments, they're going to do that rather than assist the girls and making, making it the best possible thing that they can present. Mm -hmm. So that way they can do the best, they can get the best possible judgment on judgment day. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just, it's infuriating to me. It's like, I want to see a competition where the girls are given the best, all of the girls are given the most opportunity to for success. And I don't feel like that's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, one, one more thing for elimination day. And we'll do a round Robin here on this. There are two redemption arcs. Well, one of them just got ended, but uh, Silky was looking for redemption and Raj has been looking for redemption. Obviously Silky did not get the redemption she's looking for, but it looks like Raja is getting the redemption she's looking for. Agree, disagree, Salandra? Agree. That's what I was saying earlier is that when, when Silky said, okay, Raja, you understand what I'm going through. The difference is their redemption is going in two absolutely opposite directions. Raja, I could see Raja and or and Trinity in the top of All Star Six, the top three, the final four. And I would have never said that going in. Lori Roggenkamp? Um, yeah, I think that for the most part, all of them had a redemption story. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, I think it, we're seeing kind of how their want, their need to sort of, uh, change from the other previous times that they've been on the show is either helping or hurting them. And I think that slowly but surely, it's going to get, they're all going to get in their heads. And then one by one, it's just who can sort of toe that line between the successes they've had, how to, how to marry the successes they've had in the past with the success today Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So, all right, very good. All right. Well now it's time for the looks this week. Great segue. Uh, Look, uh, the theme and category is redemption runway. The girls, uh, got a second shot at a look that, uh, they famously did not work for them. Um, first on the runway was Kylie Sonique Love. Uh, any, we're going to do, because we hate the looks. I don't know if you have notes on the looks. I don't. All right. But I'm, but I like that, um, now we found out that Drew Brooks posts these, so I'm, yeah. I am looking. Okay, so go to the looks, and we're going to do a quick tutor boot, and you can say a couple of words if you have them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Kylie Sonique Love, uh, came out. All right. By the way, it, Adam said it, but I'll say it again. Special thanks to listener Drew Brooks, who puts all the looks uh, right there in the Brooks chat. Brooks looks. Yeah, bro- yeah. You know what? That's what we should call it. Brooks looks. He deserves a shout out because this is very helpful. It's very, very helpful. The first one is Kylie Sonique Levin, a Lady Gaga inspired outfit. 
Adam uh, Salandra from Showbiz is Tutor Boot. Toot because I know I know the Gaga look, but overall, otherwise, not really for me. But oh, really? Lori Roggenkamp. Boot. Oh, I really? So terrible. Oh my god. I was gosh. like, and even my girlfriend was like, "How is that Lady Gaga?" So. Wait, this is fun, Joe. Now I like the looks. If we're just going to look at Drew Brooks's post, Tudor Boot, I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next, Scarlet Envy uh, came out in almost like a Greek goddess, a Botticelli painting, I believe, or Botticelli-inspired painting uh, on uh, kind of wearing a canvas. Uh, Lori Roggenkamp, Tudor Boot. Boot. Very boring. Yeah. By the way, it's a redemption for her season 11 entrance look. You were bored. Salandra. Uh, toot. Thought she looked good. And it was something different. Yeah, the correct answer is a toot. Uh, oh, those correct answers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The correct answer for the for the Kylie Sonique love was a toot as well. Oh. Okay. Um, Eureka O'Hara. So far, you're not doing well, Lori. Eureka oh. O'Hara. She came out in a in a redemption look for her faux fur season nine look. I guess the one she actually goes home on because, but not because of the look. She went home because she hurt her knee. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, let's go with Salandra. Tutor boot. It's a boot because I didn't notice even much of a difference from the redemption look. It would look very similar. I, she does look great, or she she always makes herself look good, but um, there wasn't enough difference for me. It was the same look. Lori, toot! I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was, I thought it was more uh, brought more into um, what the sort of color palette is now. It was more vibrant colors, and so I yeah, I loved it. The correct answer is boot. Uh, Michelle was right. The top it looked a little, when you see it again. That was a little top heavy. You know, uh, you're she, top heavy. I can't <laughs> believe I've been three for three with the right yeah. answers from yeah. the fashion. Yeah, you, you, you must have studied. Next is Raja O'Hara doing uh, a redemption for her farm to runway season eleven look. But she got sent home on that look as well. Uh, let's start with Lori Roggenkamp. Toot or boot? But I just, I didn't, I mean, she looked good in it, but it just was kind of boring. I didn't really see anything too ama- amazing. All right, Salandra? Uh, I give a toot. I'm not thrilled about a brown dress, but the tree that, I mean, it, it was a clear glow up from the, from the, what was her downfall that last time. The correct answer is toot. Uh, it, yeah, she really did redeem herself from that look, which was atrocious before when she was doing like the burlap pants or whatever. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Pandora Box. She's doing a redemption look for her Team Unity All Stars One look. Uh, she's wearing like a blue has a slit down the mud. I don't know fashion; it's a dress, right? Salandra, mm-hmm. Tudor boot, boot. I I don't get it, and I don't want to go. Lori Roggenkamp, boot. I preferred the first dress. The correct answer is boot. Lori is right. The first, this is the one. Finally, of the cases, excuse me, I said boot too. Yeah, I still. This is one of those cases, but I agree with Lori that where the first dress looked better than the redemption, and even that was. I mean, that yeah. was a muppet look. Yeah, this this look she had was like a shitty, like ver- like a taller version of like a shitty princess dress that a little girl wears. It was ba- It was actually pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> pretty awful. She's gonna get a redemption look on her redemption look. Yeah, next, on the fifth time around. Next, we have Jada Sofia, who's doing a redemption look for her season three promo look. Um, Salandra, your th- yeah, tutor boot. I don't remember seeing this, but I'm liking the picture. I'm gonna give it a toot. Lori? Toot. I liked it. I thought she looked great. And uh, yeah, she looks phenomenal. 
Yeah, you know, what's funny is this is one of those cases where if she was a normal human being, I'd be like, no, boo. But because she's crazy, it goes with her craziness. Uh-huh. And it's, like it, it, the correct answer is it's a two. All right, next down the runway, we have Trinity K. Bonet. Uh, she's doing a redemption look from her season six promo look. Why don't we go to uh, Adam Salander from Show Business. Tutor boot. Maybe this is a toot if I've ever seen one. All right, Lori Roggenkamp. Uh, boot. I can't. I could not distinguish any piece of clothing that was. It, it all looked well, like one color. That's why. Wait, who are we doing? Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah, I couldn't understand any. No, but the dress. It was all one note. It was all black. It, I didn't. It. Her Why makeup. Why gotta be looked, black? What do you have a problem with black for, Lori? Wow. Her makeup looks gummy. Like the only thing I liked was the headdress. But I, I, yeah, I did not. I didn't see any anything distinguishing about this dress. The correct answer is toot. But it was almost a boot. So Lori, I almost come to the half point. Next oh, down the you. runway is Jan. Uh, Lori, why don't you go ahead and tell us why this is a boot? I will say this. If you do neck down, this dress is a, is a two, okay? But the weird faces that Jan is making when she's walking down the runway give this a boot. Because I don't know what's going on with, with her face. <laughs> but she is like, I, she is just giving real creepy face facial expressions. And uh, it makes it makes me go like, Ugh, I don't want, I don't want to stop it, stop it. I just kept, I just kept going, stop it. When she was walking down, <laughs> Salandra Tudor boot. Uh, I like the concept of how it turned into a dress. I don't love the dress, so a boot. All right, correct answer is boot. Next, we have Ginger Minj doing a re- uh, redemption for her the future of drag look from seasons. Oh no, from All Stars two actually. Uh, let's start with Adam Salandra from Show Business Tudor boot. Was it a glow up from that god awful outfit? Yes. Was it good? Oh no, baby. Boot. Lori? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to say boot. Look, I think if she had worn the same dress but done the, the hair from this time, it might have been a toot. But she's got good legs. And I felt like that I, this is the one thing that I actually agree with Miss Elvisaz on. I think that if she had uh, showed off her, her legs a little bit more, I think it would have been a, a, a toot. All right. Uh, the correct answer is oof. I'm gonna give it a boot, but it's a very, very like I agree with Salandra. It's an improvement off the original, but mm-hmm. it's a boot. All right, next we have Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Uh, she's doing a redemption for her drag family values look. Uh, let's start with Lori Rockenkamp. Um, Tutor boot. I actually agree with the judges on this one. I give it a two. I don't see how it really is a redemption from her previous thing, other than that she had like long frilly things from her arms in the o- older one. But I felt like this one was more was more vibrant, and I felt like for her, I felt like this is the best that she's she's looked this season. So, Adam Salandra. I agree. It's it is a toot, but in in what world is it anything? What what is she redeeming? That it's two totally different outfits. I can yes, believe, yeah. And the correct answer is it's a toot, but she didn't do a redemption. Finally, we have down the runway a curiosity Davenport coming in in a caftan look, caftan realness season eleven redemption. Let's start with Adam Salander from Show Business Tutor Boot. This is a toot. I, it's pretty impressive to be in a caftan, but still like look sexy and shapely. Yeah, and I like the blue leg. 
All right, Lori. Boot. It looked like she took curtains to off the uh, the walls and just wore them. Like what? What shape? She just looks like she's in one blanket. It doesn't. I don't. I don't. You can see I'm, some leg popping out there. Yeah. You can see besides her, form. her hair, I don't really see anything that's too too am- amazing. Yeah, you can see her form except Lori's the tough judge. All right. Well, the it's correct okay. answer is toot. Well, as we know, I know fashion. Yeah, so I do. So do I. Look, I'm wearing a blue basketball shorts and a shirt. Looking good. Yeah. Hey, Meanwhile, you're closer look, to, uh, look, Lori, to you and I can, redemption. Yeah, Lori, you and I can stand up on camera. So I think one of us, can, one of the three of us can't. <laughs> I think one. I think one of us is nude on the bottom, and it's not your aunt. For once. For once. That uh, sounds like a song. I know. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for. The looks on the main stage, the girls watch their commercials. Later, RuPaul names Team Drag Fixers as the winner of the challenge. Trinity K. Bonet, meanwhile, is named the individual winner of the challenge. And later, RuPaul names Team Rent-A-Queen as the losing team and announces that all the girls are up for elimination. Back in the workroom, the girls discuss who should go home and who should stay. Each of the four bottom queens makes an argument in their own defense. After a few minutes, Trinity K. Bonet expresses her displeasure for what she feels is a lack of appreciation for her win. Raja leads the girls in a round of applause for Trinity before Trinity pulls each of the girls aside for some private conversations. Let's start with Lori first. You know, Lori, I forgot, I, th- I totally forgot we didn't talk about the commercials. Kind of like with the looks, let's, let's go through each one. Uh, the first one was Exercise Queens. Well, I don't know if it was the first one they showed, but we're going to talk about Exercise Queens first, where it was, um, that was the one with uh, Scarlet Envy, Eureka O'Hara, and um, who am I missing? Uh, uh, Sonique. And Sonique. Uh, what grade, letter grade, like you're in school with A plus, B minus, whatever you want to give it, what would you give that one? Well, if Eureka wasn't in it, I would have given it an F. But because okay. Eureka is in it, it gets a B. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts on this sketch? It made no sense. <laughs> yeah. um, it Sonique was... I don't know why everybody kept saying that she was great. Sonique looked like she was dead behind the eyes. Yeah. She should have been the one exercised. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she looked like she was, like, you know, already gone. Um, <laughs> Scarlet... Scarlet looked. Scarlet was playing her part well, which is fine. But the sketch itself made no sense. They show up to somebody's house to exercise them, and then the the demon has to do the work. Like that doesn't make any sense. Why would the demon be lifting the cross? I I did think that, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's Lori's problem. Is the verisimilitude of trying to exercise a demon from yeah, a yeah, hey, yeah. Okay. it wasn't I'm, realistic. Yeah, I'm here for the I'm here for the realism. If nothing else. Um, but I, honestly, Eureka sold it. Eureka yeah. sold it. And, uh, I thought, I thought that it was, uh, and also they had like a double entendre kind of game going on that I didn't That's really, every, didn't really make sense. Every drag queen sketch. Salandra, so, what was your grade? I, I also give it a B. Um, I though do think that Scarlett did a pretty decent job. Um, I never said she didn't do it. I said she did Lori a good said, job. I Lori said she was said, playing her part. Lori said she oh, was terrible. Well, I was mostly thinking of you just saying Eureka was the only reason. That's the only reason I said she it. And she I, was Eureka is, for me, the winner of the whole season. So that's – I'm not mad at you. But I just thought Tsuki, or uh, Scarlett held her own in a, in a season where she's rarely featured. But Kylie was the weak spot. All right. 
the correct answer is B. It is a B <laughs> sketch. All right, next one is Fix It, Bitch. That one has uh, Pandora Box, Trinity K. Bonet, Yara Sophia, and Raja O'Hara. Uh, let's start with you, Salandra. What grade would you give Fix It, Bitch? I'm going to give it a an A minus. A minus? Any- I thought they were all great. Um, I wasn't laughing out loud like perhaps previous seasons to give it an A, but it deserves an A. I did think they deserved the win. All right. Lori Roggenkamp? A B. I don't think that it deserved the win. It the, On its face, again, it the sketch does, idea does not make sense. Are they actually fixing things or are they not fixing things? Well, They're, sometimes when you buy a product, they are selling it to you, but it's it's not real. And but what I'm saying is, is if this is a commercial for a product, I'm fine with them using duct tape, but then that needs to actually work. It needs to actually be a thing that works in in the in the commercial. You can't. Why would anybody want to pay for something that doesn't work? Again, so, realism, realism. They 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 are dropping the ball. Truth in a, a truth in. Uh, comedy and truth in comedy is you, you want to play the height of your intelligence and the height of your intelligence. If you're going to put do commercial for, um, for something, you want it to be something that actually works. All right. You know, it could be something that you wouldn't think of like using duct tape for stuff, but it needs to work. And they weren't, they weren't showcasing that they were showcasing that it wasn't working. Um, and so I, I, I didn't like the, I didn't like the sketch. And I thought that they, they kept saying that they were going to use fix it bitch as like this comedic, you know, gold mine and gold mine. And they didn't use it in the way that I thought they properly could have used it. So the correct answer is it was a B plus, which I guess okay. is in the middle of B and a minus. And finally yeah. we have rent a queen. That one had Kylie, uh, Sonique love Scarlett. No, that's, no, wasn't it? It was a uh, ginger minge, Akira Davenport, Jan and silky nutmeg ganache. That one where they were like, Es- drag escorts, but they were like I couldn't tell were they escorts or not escorts. I I actually did get confused as well. What grade do you give it, Lori? I give it an A minus. I think that they I do agree that I think maybe it was a little too intricate in some things, and I think that they were they went off on some they had like again they had like an innuendo thing that I don't think they necessarily needed. But I think that in general, I thought it was interesting the, the the level of things that they do. It's to me, honestly, it's what the fix it bitch should have been. It should have just been like, this is all the things we can fix for you. And then it's just a wide variety of things and it's all with duct tape, which is fine, but then it has to be fixed. And that's what they did in the, in the gig economy one is they actually genuinely helped people uh, you know, with, with their thing. But again, they got caught up in that they had kind of two, two games going. They had the, we're going to fix any minute thing. And then they had it, let's make it a sexual innuendo. So that kind I think that's where they kind of got to, um, a little that's where people got a little confused i've never heard anyone evaluate a show because based on the dumb joke that they were doing, whether the product would work or not. But it's the sketch. The sketch has to be if if I'm gonna laugh, I have to feel like it's actually earnestly a sketch for a commercial. If you're just throwing a shit burger out there, then why would I care what the what the product is? Why would I want to be invested in in the comedy? So Landro was your grade. Uh B minus. I liked Ginger's um little Richard Slimmons moment. 
Wait, Richard Simmons. What is that from? Richard Simmons is the name of the person. Of course, he, but I've he heard had a Slimmons. He had, well, he had a gym in Beverly Oh, that's Hills why. That's why I know. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought they did that. I thought it was a callback from Dry Race. Um, that was funny. Again, it, to me, it was the worst of the three, but we've seen far, 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 far worse. So B minus. All right. Yeah. And you know what? Correct answer is B minus. Wow. Right. We're and by the way, this is in case you guys think I'm like just saying because it it's right there. Okay. Oh, you. Oh, printed. Oh, wow. Not even in pen. Oh, Damn. yeah. They're all notes and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, really quickly, let's let's touch on this right here. Let's talk about, uh, the only part of Untucked that I found was interesting was Trinity Cape only having a, a little mini tantrum because they didn't all congratulate her. And on yeah. the day that Laganja comes back, it was very reminiscent. Uh, I mean, not as dramatic, yeah. but like, why isn't this untalked about me? Yeah. This- what was? I mean, she was complaining. They. She says they immediately came in pleading their case. Well, yeah, bitch, they're nervous. As yeah. hell. They're, one of them's about to leave. Congrats that you won. And I get it was a big deal for her, but all those people um, were back there probably congratulating her before that. You need them to – the losers to come back and immediately say, oh, my God, we're so happy for you. They're not. They don't care. They're worried yeah. about themselves. That's what they're thinking. The yeah. other thing, too, is she was just there. But what I love, too, is she won, and all of a sudden she had this attitude like she was like – the winner of the season, she was like, I will grant, there was like a weird sort of like, I'm better than you and I'm granting you your, yeah. this like, this like reprieve, which Nami Harder in the rumor mill posted this thing from, uh, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, which I actually 100% agree with, but I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying he made, she made me, uh, Trinity made me agree with Silky Nutmeg, but she wrote on Twitter, well, I won't wait till the reunion to say this. Trinity K. Bonet, shame on you for what you, for what you for not hearing the bottom four girls out, specifically me, because you told me to relax and take a breath, then pulled my lipstick. When you were in the bottom, we listened to you. It goes on, but that's pretty much the gist of it. And she's not wrong. She did tell Silky, don't worry, I got you. You can just relax. She is, they, they purposely edit it. To show that she said that to every single person. Yeah, but then we did see that she pulled Silky's lipstick. Well, sure, and she had to pick someone, but she she certainly tried to make them all feel better in that moment. Which nice if you want to make them feel better, but I think there's a better way to do it than lying. Yeah, I don't think that she was lying though. I think she she was trying to say, look, you know, this is a this is a game. Don't stress out. Don't cry. You know, don't get like, don't get emotional. This is this is a game. Relax. She, she just had a tantrum ten feet ago. But what I'm saying, what I think is that I think she did it. I think she had two thoughts going on. I think she did a lorry and wanted to ram both of them together. And I don't think she let any time go between ramming those two thoughts together. Shouldn't be ramming. And I think that um, one that I I agree with. I actually agree with her. I think that every single every other time we've seen a queen come into the runway, honestly, I put it on Ginger Minge because I think what happened was I think Ginger Minge was like the one who she could have said congratulations to Trinity, but she instead chose to do a, a joke at Jan's expense. <laughs> which I got to be honest with you, if I was in her shoes, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. So I don't disagree with ginger's choice but i think that kind of started the train and then it all just kind of went from there and i i don't think they intentionally went chose not to to do it but i do think that they they weren't thinking at uh about it 
like, oh, we should congratulate her for winning because she might want it. It's like they just wanted to plead their own case. But, you know, you got to give somebody their due. I mean, how how would any of those queens have felt if they went into the run workroom after just winning and nobody acknowledged that they had won? They'd all be mad. That's true. Well, they're drag queens. Back on the main stage, Trinity K. Bonet stands alone on the stage. The other contestants sit in the wings. Rue Paul summons a lip-sync assassin, but no one comes out. Rue and Michelle engage in awful fake banter before Laganja Stranger from season six jumps into a split and announces her arrival. From there, the girls engage in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. It's a very strong showing from both parties. Oh, the song, by the way, was... um, Physical Dua Lipa. Thank you. I forget what the song was. Uh, But in the end... The night belonged to Laganja Estranja, and RuPaul hands her the win and the chance to read the name of the girl getting the chop. Laganja pulls the lipstick from her bra and announces that the third girl leaving the competition is Silky Nutmeg Ganache. With that, Silky left the runway and entered the mysterious game within the game. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with uh, the man of the hour, Mr. Adam Salandra. Any final thoughts? Any notes you didn't get to? Any points you wanted to make? I know you're rushing out to go dance your ass off. The only thing I didn't say that I see in my notes here is the part where uh, Silky's last mo- like attempt in the in the room to mm-hmm. bring the other girls in, which I thought was smart. Curious, shockingly, is like, listen, I know it's me and Silky in the bottom two, and Silky's like, well, Ginger looked bad, and mm-hmm. Jan, I forget what she said about Jan, and then though, poor thing, it's exactly why she went home in the long run. She says, but I'm going to shut up because this is what got me in trouble last time. Uh, so even when she tries to plead her case, she's like, no, I can't be too outspoken. And it, it does her in. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. the ganja. Wow, wow, wow. To totally switch topics. Lori, what about you? I, uh, I, well, I have two thoughts. The, for my first thought is that I, um, that Michelle Massage says to Akira that she's going to, she sort of credits herself for her performance and says, I'm going to keep trying to pull you out of your shell. And I'm like, bitch, you're not doing anything. You are not the reason Akira or any of these queens is going to be successful or fail. You are, (laughs) you are an impediment. You are not a positive. So I, oh my God, I was so pissed. Um, my second thing is that I felt like the winning, the winner and the loser weren't really necessarily discussed this episode. And I think that was the first time I felt like no, nobody ever really said anything too positive about Trini K. Bonet that made me think that, Oh, she's definitely going to be the winner. And nobody, nobody really any said anything too negative about Silky that made me think she's going to be the loser. So I thought it was a little, a little, uh, cheesy that they, they sort of like almost did it where they didn't really, they didn't really, nobody really said, Oh, this, yeah, this person's definitely going or it didn't, I like, usually I feel like I can go like, okay, this person's definitely going home. And I didn't feel that way. I felt like they sort of just like, we're like, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it close to the vest this time and then and then talk about it and the whole jan thing yeah i mean silky said they got the same critiques which they did so i mean we see in the we see in the next coming episode jan claims that she technically wasn't in the bottom and it's like no bitch you were in the bottom if you get in the bottom no matter what it doesn't matter if you think you're better than all the other queens you're in the goddamn bottom that is very true yeah. So, you know. You can say you didn't deserve to be in the bottom, but you can't say it wasn't in the bottom. Yeah. You You're up for elimination. That's just, that. that's the whole, you know, that's a whole ball game right there. 
So. Uh, all right. Any other final thoughts on the episode? No. All right. Well, no. let's, let's, call, let's call it a day there. That's looking at that, but that, but well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Season Six. So for Lori Roddenkamp, Adam Salandra, and myself, sachet away. <laughs> Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I, the letter U, Liar, L I A R. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Emma. Declan Prosser. E. Smith. Ricardo Herrera. April Pacheco. Lionel Campbell. Luke Stamen. Poppy Woods. Lauren Eckert. Sarah Yu. Agnesia Chopinska. Travis Newland. Jimmy Kilbasa, Nutella, Jesse Harris, Coco San Pedro, Spiral Queen, Zach Nelson, and Brad Coley. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>